First Peter 1.3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to His great mercy, He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Isaiah 53.5 says, But He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon Him. And by His stripes we are healed. Welcome to On the Ground with Samaritan's Purse, a podcast taking you to the front lines and behind the scenes of our work around the world. I'm your host, Christy Graham. And here on earth, we face heartache and hopelessness. Ever since the fall in the garden with Adam and Eve, this world is broken and full of sin and heartache and death. Jesus reminds us of this in John 16, when he says, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And so this is not new. Heartache and hopelessness, it's all part of life here on the fallen, broken world. But Jesus reminds us, He has overcome the world. And today, you might be feeling hopeless, and that might be why you you opened this episode to begin with. You know, COVID, several years of COVID, uh, the fall in Afghanistan and Ukraine are just a few universal examples of hopelessness here that we're facing today. And, and things are hard and complex. But the truth is, as I mentioned earlier, we will always be longing and waiting until Jesus returns. Nothing here on earth will satisfy our need for Him. And so this is why and how we can celebrate this Easter weekend. The resurrection of Jesus is the victory that gives us peace on earth. Jesus built a bridge to the divide that separates us. Our sin separates us from God, and we have all fallen short of the glory of God. And on our own, we can't do anything to make a bridge. But God loved us so much that He sent His Son to live, to die, and to rise again, to take on our sin and give us all access to God. Uh, But even though He's come and He resurrected, we're still waiting for His return to truly rule and reign here on earth. Um, And as many of you are aware, Samaritan's Purse is working all around the world to bring this hope in deep heartache. Walking alongside local churches and believers, we're seeing the light of Christ in the midst of pain and suffering. And I wanted you to hear from some of those believers today and how they're witnessing hope in the midst of heartache. But we're looking forward to Easter Sunday, and as we prepare to celebrate Easter, we know that Jesus is our ultimate hope. And the past few weeks, I've just been so encouraged by hearing testimonies from our believers all around the world and the way they're seeing God's hand in the midst of their grief. And one way we're seeing this is in Mayfield, Kentucky. After deadly tornadoes devastated an entire town around Christmas time, Samaritan's Purse was on the ground hours after. And we've been there ever since, partnering with the local church to help rebuild this community. We had the chance to talk with Pastor Brad Morris, who is the pastor of First Assembly in Mayfield. And he talked about how his congregation and his hurting community are continuing to find God's hope and comfort in the midst of their sorrow. All of it was gone. All the houses were gone. If, If they weren't completely wiped out, just the shell of debris was in its place. I mean, every business, every house, and now they are gone. The, they've come in and they've removed all the rubble. So it was hard seeing it in heaps of rubble, but it's just as hard seeing the empty spaces there now. A, a lot of people are, are dealing with that, you know, and they really didn't want the church really involved. A lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them had basically cut the church off. They crawled out of that rubble 
that's the amazing thing. This thing went through our town and our people were at home and they didn't die. They crawled out of it to find orange shirted people representing the church coming to them. And that's been a big deal. That's been a really big deal. Samaritan's Purse has, with maybe they know it, maybe they don't know it, but they have built a bridge that, was, that wasn't there, that had been completely destroyed. In the destruction of the tornado, a bridge has been built now for the church to reconnect with families in a way that we didn't have before. And we praise, that is a great, great thing. I would not know you if that F4 didn't go through our town. So uh, I don't thank God for the tornado. We don't believe God sent the tornado. That's, and if I read my Bible, Jesus didn't start storms. He stopped them. Churches are working together in, in Mayfield now that weren't working together before the tornado. Somehow or another, tragedy, tragedy can wipe you out or it can stir you into action. We've used it. And I know other churches across our city have used it to stir the church has been stirred to action you know who there's no manual written for an f4 taking out your town and this is this is the steps that you do we just we just don't know the church stepped in and uh across the board uh, i think this easter season is going to be powerful i think people we're, we're believing for it to be one of the biggest days of redemption that our city has ever known i love hearing from brad It's obvious that God is moving in this small town of Mayfield, and I'm encouraged to hear the pastor's bold faith and the way that this church continues to lean into Jesus even months after the tornadoes has hit. Over and over again, we're watching our partner churches be a light in the darkness, and they're asking God to use this challenge to draw people closer to Him. And one of our church partners in Ukraine actually shared a a quote that is so powerful. I want you to hear it. He said, I'm convinced that if the church is not relevant at a time of crisis, then it is not relevant in a time of peace. And this is what our, our church partners are proving all over the world, that no matter what's happening in their circumstances, they want to stay faithful and they want to keep sharing the gospel, knowing that these trials and persecutions are an opportunity for people to come through their doors and hear about Jesus. And for the last several weeks, Samaritan's Purse has been in Ukraine to provide encouragement and comfort. And we've been privileged to hear from many of our local churches. One of the churches that has opened their doors for refugees fleeing Ukraine said this. I think a church just uh, see needs, what people really need in this situation. And we do what we need to do, actually, because we are Christians. Because if we will not do anything, it shows that we are not Christians, actually. This is what we're seeing from dozens and dozens of our church partners. They're standing up to serve people in need during their crisis. Many of our national staff are working alongside us, and they themselves have lost friends and family due to the conflict, but they're still serving with such joy. They want God to use them during this suffering to bring people to Christ. One of our chaplains named Vitaly has made an immense impact while serving with us at the emergency field hospital. He knows personally the pain these patients are going through, and he's walked through it himself, and he's able to minister to them in a powerful way. It's hard for me, and too, because I uh, lost my friends. There is no ways to have, have a shelter, have a like, uh, safe place, no bridge, no roads. Three of my friends was killed. I'm, I'm trying to understand uh, 
I know that only God can give you peace, give you hope, feeling your heart like love for any any people. Doesn't matter who they are. We understand that uh, in this situation, this war, just uh, our hope on the, on the God. So we understand this about people who didn't know Jesus, because this is good situation for. Um, who not plain listen about Jesus, maybe that he can give him them peace. In only Jesus, they can uh, have hope. As Vitaly shared God's love and ministered to the patients, he would cry with them. National staff, just like Vitaly, are continuing to grieve right along with the patients because they know what it's like. I'm truly in awe of our teams and the way that they're choosing to share about their pain. Ukrainians are walking through immense trauma, and Samaritan's Purse is positioned to help them in a tangible way. We can all offer peace, not of this world. And we're reminded by Jesus' words in John 14, 27, where he says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Another disaster assistance response team member that I want you to hear from is named David. He was hired as a pharmacist, but he's done so much more than that. He's served almost like a chaplain as he speaks Ukrainian and he's able to minister to patients through his love of the Bible and his knowledge of God's Word. What happens right now is a testament, testament for me personally, for how can you live with Christ every day of your life. This is how. This is how you can do this. Again, talking about myself, if I didn't know God myself, I would have become uh, completely gray right now. My, my, my hair would have grow, grown gray because of all the stress. I wouldn't know what to do with my kids, with my family, but now I do, I do know. And you know, as the, God, as the gospel says, I am a kind shepherd and he is a kind shepherd. He leads the way for us and he leads us to the knowing how can we actually do this, how can we walk and how can we live with Jesus Christ in our minds every day. As David mentioned, in John 10, 11, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. Here in the United States and internationally, we're seeing that the Lord is ministering to people in their heartache, and he is being the good shepherd. And that is the message of Easter. That's why and how we're able to look to God as our hope during heartache. And so we want to remind ourselves today of what is good, what is true, and the beautiful gospel that every soul longs for. I love this reminder that, that summarizes the gospel in Philippians 2, 5 through 11. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. 
And I love the reminder in Matthew 28 where the angel appears to Mary Magdalene when she goes to visit the grave. You know, she goes to see Jesus after his death on the cross and an angel appears to her and he says, but the angel said to the woman, do not be afraid for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here for he has risen as he has said. If you've never heard this hope that I'm talking about, I wanna share the good news with you today. The good news that we share in every aspect of Samaritan's Purse work all around the world. The gospel of Jesus Christ is the reason that we meet physical needs. It's because we want people everywhere to know how much God loves them. And the truth is, I mentioned it earlier, we all have a spiritual need. We are all sinners living in a fallen, broken world. We're separated from God due to our sin. Romans 3.23 says, All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But the good news is, Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. And that is the greatest gift. But it's a choice. We have the freedom to choose. And I ask, have you ever made that decision for Christ? If you've acknowledged that you're a sinner and you're unable to save yourself, in John 14, 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Works won't save you. Good deeds don't save you. It's only the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. And I love Romans 10, 9 that says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And later in verse 13, it says, For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so it's simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. If you confess with your mouth and you call on the name of the Lord, you will be saved. And so I encourage you to make this choice. And if you you wanna talk to somebody or you need help walking through this, the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association has so many resources. And we'll put the links in our show notes, but you can also call the prayer line any time of day. The number is 888-388-2683. And so I encourage you to celebrate Easter this Sunday with a local church. Gather with local believers to celebrate the resurrection of our Savior. Uh, But there's also another opportunity. My father-in-law, Franklin Graham, traveled to Ukraine to give a gospel message, and it'll be aired at noon on Eastern Time on Fox News Station. And so I encourage you to tune in to that special message from Ukraine. Thank you again for tuning in, and happy Easter, and God bless you. 